Step 4. Inventory. Week 6, Day 1. You matter to God. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to know your love for me. Let me not be defined by sin, but by your love. God loves you. He has always loved you. Before hurting yourself or others hurting you, before sin had done its damage, God knew your inventory. Before you ever existed on earth, God knew all the effects sin would have on your life. Yet God still chose to create you and mercifully gave his own son as a ransom for you. Jesus paid the entire debt of your inventory in advance so that he could offer you the gift of a restored relationship with God. God has a purpose for you. You matter greatly to him. 1 John 4 verse 9 to 10 says, In this the love of God was made obvious among us, that God sent his only Son into the world, so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Propitiation is defined as atoning sacrifice, turning aside divine wrath, and the cleansing from sin. Romans 5 verse 6 to 8 says, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one would scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Answer the following question. Question 1. Briefly describe what it means to know that, before you were ever born, God saw your inventory and sent Jesus to die for you anyway. When you are in a storm of addictive, broken, sinful behavior, it is difficult to see clearly the devastation of your actions or the harm you have suffered. Like the first survey of a natural disaster, the first clear look at an inventory can be shocking. Like a natural disaster, sin has brought destruction in your life. Pause here to pray. Ask God for peace, comfort, and insight as you study your inventory. As you begin to study your inventory, first seek an honest picture of how the sins of others and the sins of this broken world have harmed you. It is important to look at the damages you have suffered. You may have held on to these wrongs, use them to protect yourself, and sometimes to justify your own sinful conduct. Regardless of how you may have reacted, what is important is to admit your pain and to grieve these losses. God understands your pain and grieves these losses with you. He loves you and wants to comfort you. In Matthew 5 verse 4, Jesus said, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Psalm 56 verse 8 says, You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Gather your inventory book and skim over the cause column of the following three inventories, resentments, fears, and harm to me. The causes in these inventories represent how you have been hurt by the brokenness in the world and by the sins of others. You have had significant personal loss. Hopes, dreams, expectations, relationships, and lives have suffered. You have suffered. Your pain is real. God knows about your pain and has compassion for you. He has not forgotten you. Isaiah 49 verse 15 to 16 says, Can a woman forget her nursing child, that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you.
Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Answer this question. Question 2. After scanning the causes of harm in your life, what is your first impression? Have you ever grieved these losses? The Great Commandment in Matthew 22, verse 37 to 40 says, And Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Next, review the cause columns in Harm by Me and Sexual and Recovery Issue Inventories. Also, review the Nature of My Response column across all inventories. These columns represent your contribution to the world's brokenness, how you have hurt others and caused pain in your own life. Sin is any action, response, or attitude not born out of love for God. This includes reactions when others have harmed you. You may not always have a part in the harm done to you, but you are responsible for how you respond to pain or fear. For example, if you were abused, the abuse is not your fault. Nevertheless, if your response to the abuse was to act out sexually with others, reject God, control relationships, etc., you are responsible for these sinful responses. A look in the mirror can be sobering. It is frightening to think of the person reflected in your inventory standing before a holy God. Human nature is a slave to sin. It leads you toward destruction. John 8 verse 34 to 35 says, Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. James 1 verse 13 to 15 says, God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Answer this question. Question 3. After looking over your inventory, what is the first impression of the harm you have caused? Now, think about Christ suffering on the cross as God's punishment for all your sin that fell on him. Each sin is a rebellion against God. Jesus, out of his love for you, willingly suffered God's wrath for the sinner reflected in your inventory. He died the death you deserved. The Father, out of his love for you and to restore your relationship with him, spared you, allowing instead his Son to suffer for all of your sins. God is for you. Because of Christ, nothing can separate you from God's great love. Romans 8 verse 31 to 35 and 37 to 39 says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? 
No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Take time to answer these questions now. Question 4. In light of your inventory, how has your understanding of God's love for you changed? Question 5. In light of your inventory, how has your understanding of God himself changed? The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, thank you for loving me. Help me to return your love with my own. Take note, you will need your inventories with you to complete this week's lessons. Now it's time to take action. Practice your memory verse for step 4, Psalm 51 verse 6. Practice memorizing Romans 12 verse 2 if you are going the extra mile. Share your answers to question 4 and question 5 with your mentor.